Warning, me time and murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, here Dancing it goes. around him, reciting <laughs> poetry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. No, why? <laughs> oh, well, big surprise. Oh God. <laughs> Dead on the bathroom floor. <gasps> Did it? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> So talking about hoaxes, oh, that's the one that we're doing today. The abduction of Chloe Ailing. Yes, I thought it might be that. Excited. Yeah. Okay, before we get started, what are you drinking? I am just drinking plain old uh, decaf tea today. The little's final. <laughs> what are you drinking? I've got uh, just a chai tea. Oh, yummy. Oh, yes, I do like a chai tea now and again. Can't believe you can still drink the chai. Yes, it doesn't seem to be affecting me. Bit of a risk taker. I just love it so much. It is so good. Mm-hmm. It is so I really enjoy a proper chai latte from... Starbucks isn't even the best one. To me, the best is Cafe Nero's um, <gasps> chai latte. That's right, Cafe Nero. I forgot about Cafe it's Nero. Unbelievably good. It it's like drinking a bowl of porridge. <laughs> it's like... It's like, I've always said this, it's like a full meal. Yeah. Their chai latte is like a meal. Yeah. It's so like hearty yeah. and full. I love it so much. I haven't had it in so long. I forgot about Cafe Nero. Is it still up the town? Um, did we ever have a Cafe Nero in Eskillen? Yes, it's opposite Eason's. What? Yeah, on the diamond. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay, so Chloe. No, wait. What, you, what, what, about your, real what, what about your face? What are you drinking? You don't matter. It's just your birthday. <laughs> I said chai tea latte. Chai tea. Oh, oh my Trails, God, Get your head in the game. <laughs> Why are you pampering yourself? I've just got my usual JM solution, hyaluronic acid face mask on. Oh, you so fancy. What about you? I have my usual Hydro Boost uh, face mask. Today we're going to talk about the abduction of Chloe Ailing. Now, Trez, can you tell me what Woo-hoo. you what you do know about the Chloe Ailing abduction? If this is the person I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. she faked her own abduction. She was some kind of like Instagram influencer or some kind of model of some sort, mm-hmm. and faked it on purpose to get either money or attention or both. And then it kind of backfired. That's my understanding. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have to put that in if it's a spoiler. No, but I think that's a lot of people's understanding. That was my understanding as well. Okay. Because it, okay. it was so tabloid when all that shit went down. And then yeah. like it sort of petered away. Like it didn't really have a conclusion. Mm-hmm. But actually reading the story, um, I don't know. I think we'll see if you feel the same way at the end. She has wrote a book. It was released in 2018. There's a good chunk of it. I think like the first chapter or two chapters are free on Google Books, and I read that. And okay, was she page three or something? Yes, like that? she was like a glamour model. Okay, it's like it's like quite dated, like page three yes. and stuff. Glamour models don't really very nineties, right? Like nineties, early two thousands doesn't really exist anymore. So she said in this book how she always wanted to be a model, but she's not tall enough. So she gravitated towards um, the glamour modeling and she loved all of that Jordan stuff. I don't even know any other glamour model names. 
That's it. No, I know Katie Price. Like Jordan, really. Katie Price, which is Jordan, and that girl. That's right. Who's that one? Jodie Marsh. I remember her. That's it. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> that name does not conjure up good images. No, no. Those are tacky days. Yeah, the belt. The dress. belt on her nipples <laughs> on her boobs. Oh god. <laughs> When you say belt nipples, it makes me think of the actual nipple belt. Oh, Ed Gaines, it wasn't like that. It yeah. wasn't. Oh, that'd be worse. <laughs> no. But like... Don't mention those two words together. Belt nipples or Jodie Marsh. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> she's a little behind being a glamour model today. You know, it's not the same. Okay, so, gotcha. But she's still going he- ahead okay with so this. she wasn't an instagram model then it was she's on instagram H3. she has a couple of hundred thousand followers okay but her main gig was glamour modeling glamour modeling yes but yeah she do- she doesn't seem to be an influencer she's not endorsing any products or anything like that so she's still sort of geared towards the glamour modeling type thing yeah right it's april 2017 chloe aileen is 20 years old so she's only a only a baby she's only 23 now Jeez. she's younger than joseph what? she's only 23 now yeah oh my god it makes me feel so old right <laughs> hey girl it's my birthday today i don't think how old i, I feel <laughs> <laughs> so in wow. 2017 she was 20 and she had been living and working in london for about a year with a modeling agency called Supermodel agency. Oh, stop. It's a little on the nose, isn't it? In the beginning of April 2017, a guy called Andre Lazio books Chloe for a gig to model for a motorbike. She was given a working deposit before and was to receive £150 a day for expenses. All transport was arranged and paid for by the company. According to the agency and Chloe, the email was not concerning. Like, so she put it in the book. And so I think it is actually a little weird. Oh, oh, I'd love to yeah. hear it. I'm, I, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's too long. But it's okay. like um, it's like a really long paragraph style email. And to me, it was like okay. really unprofessional. Yeah. It's because to me, it's like when you're talking about money, times, dates, transport, it's very to the point. Like you don't get uh-huh. the time of the transport pickup in the middle of a paragraph. It should be like an itinerary. Totally. That's very weird. That's why I like to do emails. I like to be to the point. Same, but you would not believe some of the emails I get. Oh, my Lord. People not breaking things down into paragraphs, like you say, Mm -hmm. and not like bullet pointing Mm -hmm. or even not even returning after they say, hello, Trez, Mm -hmm. and they just continue typing. (laughs) They don't even return. Oh, no. They don't even do a hard return. No, it's just like, hello, Trez. So it's just like a a block of writing. It's just a block. Yeah. It's a block. They don't even hit return. It's like, okay, <laughs> I'm not worth a return. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I like to be to the point when I'm making an email and I don't want anybody to misconstrue what I'm saying. See, and I'm very like that. Yeah. So there's this bit in the email where he's talking about this studio and he states in it, in the email, it says, it didn't look as nice as previous studio did as we only just moved in, but we needed extra space to expand the film studio as well. Like, does that matter when you're booking a model do you start talking about what the studio looks like yeah you're getting into details that are like what like what is that like I'm like yeah this is nothing to do with the gig why why are you talking about 
your old studio versus your new studio and that you're expand yeah. like I'm just like that's a bit weird and rambly it is I didn't like that there was no itinerary uh or like dates times there was no checklist anyway so Chloe and the agency they see this they're like this is grand here we go so Chloe goes to Paris and is brought to the hotel mm-hmm. so she walks around Paris she goes to sightseeing and gets some food and she goes back to the hotel and then unfortunately Later that day, there was a terrorist attack in Paris on the Champs-Élysées. A policeman was shot and others were wounded. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, I remember it vaguely. There was quite a few terrorist attacks popping up around uh, Europe around that time. There was, wasn't there? So everyone back home was like super worried for Chloe. She's only 20. She's in Paris and around there's this terrorist attack. Everybody like contacts her. Are you okay? Obviously, she's okay. It's like a little bit stressful because you're away from home. Mm -hmm. This would actually bode well for her because while she was in Paris, the next day, one of these tabloid papers published a picture of her saying that their page three model was trapped in Paris during the terrorist attacks. And they put like her on like the front page. They had like the full nude body thing going on. I was obviously in the English paper. In the England paper, yeah. Yeah. She was like all over like, oh, she's trapped in Paris during this terrorist attack. Okay, bit of an exaggeration. It's not like the terrorists are looking for her. Yeah. (laughs) But like it actually boosted her publicity a little bit. Yeah. So the next morning she was contacted by Andre. And Andre is telling her that... During the commotion of this terrorist attack, the studio has been burgled. Oh, I'm sure. All the equipment is gone. The cameras, like (gasps) the flash, everything, the computers, everything's been stolen. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Like these guys were up to something dodgy to begin with. Mm -hmm. Did the terrorist attack just like help them in their plan? And like this was totally random. What? Like the robbery or the terrorist attack? yeah, Yeah. Or the like... Did the terrorist attack just happen and they didn't know it was going to yes. happen and they were just like, oh, sweet, we can totally take advantage of this? Well, he to- he cancelled the shoot. Oh, he cancelled mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. He cancelled it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He sort of said during all the commotion, the studio was burgled. Okay. There was nothing to take the photos. And so he told her, the taxi that's down to take you to the photo shoot, use it to go to the airport instead and go home. Okay. And Chloe was just like, all right, okay. So she does that. Like these things happen and it's a very scary time. So she did. And when she arrived at the airport, the taxi man was demanding money. Okay. But all of the taxi, all of the cars were meant to be prepaid for. Mm -hmm. So she's like arguing with this guy and she doesn't understand what he's saying. So she rings Andre on the private phone number that he sent in the email, even though like they've never met. Okay. So he comes 45 minutes to the airport. She waited a full 45 minutes. She said she didn't have any money. Oh, yeah. I'm just surprised that the taxi man would want to wait around for that long. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I guess if he's going to get paid, he'll wait. But yeah, okay. He's like, oh, so sorry. Like Paris is so crazy. He paid the driver. He says to her, Paris is a shithole it's so dangerous I don't like it here anymore I'm gonna move back to Italy he was there for like five minutes they talk about reorganizing the shoot in Milan in July and that's it she leaves he leaves yeah so a few months later just like before Andres sends this weird rambling email of what to expect this email is even longer and even more rambling to me 
The email says that Chloe will be staying at the Best Western Hotel. I, if I seen Best Western in that email, I would not be going. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just saying. First red flag. <laughs> in this, this is what he says. Very well known hotel and my uncle works there. What? I have. Who gives a Who fuck? cares if your uncle works there? <laughs> He gives too many details. This is his thing. He's overdoing it. I have managed to get Chloe. Fantastic deal. There's lots of extras involved that I can't even name. What? Including free spa, gym, swimming pool, etc. Ooh. For a star, he's like, I can't even name how many extras. And then then he names names them. (laughs) And then best to ask hotel staff to see what has been included. What? Of course, breakfast is included as well. Okay. They read this and they're like, yeah, this is like a professional email. <laughs> is it? Oh my God. So Chloe arrives in Milan the day before the shoot um, and just sort of enjoys Milan, gets food and does touristy stuff. You know, it does sound like a sweet gig. She's been to Paris a couple of months later. Yeah. She's in Milan. This is pretty sweet. Between this. Maybe I chose the wrong career. Also, I don't have tips, so... <laughs> doesn't help um between this she's been to dubai wow okay yeah. cool yeah so she's in milan she's doing some touristy stuff the next day is the 11th and she she packs her suitcase because she's gonna like do the shoot and then fly home after the shoot okay grabs a taxi and takes her to the studio the taxi takes her to the suburbs and drops her outside all these buildings mm-hmm. she sees the number seven on the wall which is where she's meant to go and she's like all right pays the taxi man and he leaves but the place looks deserted and she Uh-oh. can't seem to get into this building with the number seven on it so she calls andre on his private mobile phone again but someone else answers the phone <gasps> and tells her that andre won't be here until 9 a.m he's like i'm here i'm in the building you're at the wrong building it's around the corner i'm here come on round so he stays on the phone with her and directs her around the corner. So she goes around the corner to this warehouse where the shoot is. And according to Chloe, the appearance of the warehouse didn't strike her as odd because, I mean, it's like a motorcycle shoot. So it's, yeah. it's in like a warehouse. Yeah, I, I can understand that. And it's, it's a, photo shoots can happen anywhere. You just need the backdrop yeah. and the lighting, you know? Like, and some yeah. space, really, you know? Yeah, it doesn't have to be fancy. Um, She said, though, that the most striking thing about it when she looks back was there was no sound. She said in her experience, photo shoots are often very loud with like lots of music, with uh, people setting up equipment with tools and people shouting and talking to each other. Yeah. But when she entered this this warehouse, there was just silence. That's kind of scary, isn't it? To me, I was like reading it and this really pulled me in. So ominous. Yeah, that's scary. So she enters the warehouse and she heads towards the door that is labelled as studio, like the guy on the phone told her to. Uh-huh. So as she reaches for the door handle, a gloved hand came from behind her, covered her mouth and pinched her nose closed so she couldn't breathe. Uh, yeah. Uh. The attacker then pinned his arm across her neck. He was holding her so tightly when another man in a black ski mask rushed at her with a syringe dear god yeah, yeah. that is frightening yeah. a ski mask oh yeah. my god in the book she's like i could not breathe all i wanted for him was to oh. let go of my nose oh so the guy with the syringe he grabs her right arm and pushed up her sleeve oh. 
Chloe is freaking out. So she flails and she kicks and she kicks the men, but the men wrestle her to the floor, pin her down and inject her with ketamine. And it knocks her out and everything goes black. Oh, traumatic. Chloe wakes up later. Her wrists and ankles are handcuffed. There is tape around her mouth and she has been squeezed into a suitcase. What? She wakes up in a in a suitcase. Oh my god. She's in a suitcase. It was so uncomfortable. Got she's got her hands are cuffed behind her. And then she's Horrible. in like a fetal. That's my worst. She's in a fetal position and her her ankles are also handcuffed. Can't move at all. That's so claustrophobic. After much persistence, she manages to undo the zipper from the inside and she sees that she's inside the boot of a car. She starts screaming and banging and kicking, hoping the driver doesn't know that she's in there. Like, maybe he's not in on this. Yeah. The car stopped and the boot opened. And there was the two masked men. They tightened her handcuffs and reapplied the tape. No. Then one of them jump in the boot behind her and spoons her. No. Yeah. No. Why? He's just... Why? Basically, he's there... Telling her to just keep quiet and you're not going to die. Okay. So the car eventually arrived at the location. They brought her inside and they handcuffed her to a chest of drawers. And she's laying on the floor on top of a sleeping bag. Then one of the men says to her, the boss is furious. They said that they had got the wrong person and she was not the target. Oh. And Chloe's like, oh. Okay, they just throwing her off or is this true? I don't know. But like Chloe's like, oh gosh, like I'm, I'm free. Maybe I'll be freed. Like, yeah. So mm-hmm. the next thing, the boss comes upstairs and sits in front of her. And who is it? <gasps> Andre. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that was so obvious. <laughs> it was, was so obvious. obvious. It's the only other name that I have gave you is just Chloe I know. Andre so far. <laughs> Andre, how could Andre. you? Andre. Andre goes on to tell Chloe that no, he is not a photographer and that these stupid Romanians don't understand English. I told them they mustn't kidnap Chloe Ailing. What? So Chloe asks if she can go since she is not the one that they are after. Andre says it's too late and that the Black Death organization has already put you up for sale as a sex slave what the actual fuck the black death association oh come on please <laughs> black death association, this is just right? parts of it are like i'm sucked into it and i believe it and then other parts i'm just like mm, i don't know about this he told her that once he had seen her photo on the website he came right away to help her because it didn't sit well with him that she was a mother oh i didn't know that oh i forgot to say oh so like i mean all of this is like to provide for her child yeah yeah of course yeah so it didn't sit well with him that she was a mother and the black death organization (laughs) (laughs) don't usually believe in kidnapping mothers oh how good of them that's full of shit i mean these like human trafficking organizations they just like lift people it's not like they have any kind of moral code ethics you know what i mean no people aren't people to them yeah it's business it's transactions right no over the next few days andre told her about the about the black death organization and apparently he was a level 12 in a 25 level mafia organization 
that sells drugs, guns, assassinations, and people. Okay. Is this fucking Scientology? Like, what is this? <laughs> this is weird. Levels? Never heard of that. And that if she wanted to go home, the organization would only accept 300,000 euros. Jeez. Is that, I wonder, is that what she was going to be sold for? Or that's like the lowest price she would have been sold for kind of a thing? I'm not too sure where he got that number from. Mm. Chloe gave him names and emails of people she thought might be able to raise that amount of money, that amount of ransom money. But according to Andre, over the next few days, he was saying that he wants to get out of the Black Death group and that he will also contribute to her $300,000, and they could do it together. Uh, That sounds a bit too easy. Mm. Doesn't he have to do more to get out? Andre told Chloe that the Black Death foot soldiers were everywhere in Milan, and that if they were to make it out alive, she would need to trust him and work together. The next day, Andre invited Chloe to share his bed. Sorry, what? So if you were kidnapped, handcuffed, drugged, Uh and you're there Uh for like, I think she was there for like a day or two, sleeping on the floor, on the concrete floor, and your captor asked you to lie in bed with him, would you? Absolutely not. No? Well, unless you had a fucking gun to my head, I suppose, (laughs) but I wouldn't willingly get in. So she said that she did. She said, when she was interviewed, and there's lots of interviews you can go away, was watching a few on YouTube. And she said, yes, of course I did. I did anything that I could to make him feel sorry for me and to make him fall in love with me. Anything to make yeah. him humanize me, I did that. I guess that's fair enough. She's used to using her feminine wiles. Obviously, this is a step up because it sounds like she was going to have to sleep with him. But I guess, yeah, I never thought of it from that angle. She didn't go into it in the book. I don't know if they had sex. Okay. But she said that she just wanted to do anything to make him lower his guard and trust her. Okay. And maybe try to make him think that she could fall in love with him. Uh-huh. And it worked. She's pretending to like fawn over him and stuff like this uh-huh. or maybe she was fawning over him maybe she had Stockholm Syndrome Stock- that's why I want to yeah. know what this guy looks like I'm like hmm but then yeah maybe he didn't exist I don't know I'm still he's on the fence he's not hideous okay there, there's a yes I'll put the pictures yeah, I, on I, Instagram but he's not hideous but I, he's like oh. I get it if it's like um you know she feels like he's helping her and whatnot and yeah I just... to me it reminded me of a very famous Disney movie Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is Stockholm Syndrome, like 100%. Right. But it's still my favourite movie and I'm not budging. <laughs> I do love that movie. But it's sort of like he feels like capture her and make him make her fall in love with him. You know what I mean? It's, it's bizarre because it's like he puts her in the prison and then when he lets her go, it's like, oh my God, he let me go. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, but he put you there. <laughs> he put you in the prison first. <laughs> he put you there first. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I still love it. So whether she is falling for him, maybe she has some Stockholm syndrome, or it is a mind game, it worked. 
and eventually yeah. he, probably a bit of both even you it know might be, survival. it might be it's a survival yeah, instinct trying to, your brain's just trying to get through it at the same time you know in those mm-hmm. situations uh he even asked her do you think that we'll ever be a couple oh dear god and she said that uh, maybe maybe in the future when i'm free yeah. <laughs> so in the book she says he was always asking these questions in weird ways and she would always answer it sort of like saying what's most important to me now is that I am free and I can go home to like my child no shit sort of trying to incentivize him to let her go yes because then maybe he'll stand a chance to be together yeah it sounds like she was she knew what she was doing yeah so after a few days Andre seemed pretty determined to set Chloe free telling her that as a condition once she is released, she will have to send him £50,000 in bitcoins. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this was to help publicise the Black Death Group. Okay. As they are unknown in the UK. I'm sure an organisation of that big with that many levels is unknown to the UK, but okay. And this was a condition, and of course, Chloe says, yes, yes, anything to leave, anything to get out of here. We'll just jump back a little bit. When Chloe's agent received the ransom email saying that he needed, that she needed 300,000 euros, he yeah. immediately contacted the Milan, the Milan police. Okay. Okay, obviously. And the British consulate. Yeah. So while all this is happening, like he's telling her about the Black Death, there's stuff going on in the background. The Milan police immediately go to Andre's address given in the email. But when they get there, there was no evidence that was ever used as a photography studio. And all they had found was her suitcase. They left her suitcase there. Oh, with all her things in it. And on top of the suitcase <laughs> was a picture of men, these men in like black cloaks. And it said Black okay. Death Organization. Oh, Jesus Christ. Stop it now. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, I could just imagine how shit of a little poster that was. <laughs> it wouldn't live up to your graphic design's expectations. No, I just, it's just laughable, really, that they're trying to, like, they might as well have arrows pointing, you know, this way. Right. Like, it's just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, right? It's... Yeah. So the Milan police, they had to rely on trying to track track her down using CCTV footage, which is very okay. tedious. Meanwhile, in England, the British police, they begin negotiating with the Black Death Group via Chloe's agent's email. Okay. The group said that Chloe will be sold at the end of the week if they did not come up with the money. They sent the auction website, which included a photo, a photo, which included (laughs) a photo of Chloe tied up and drugged. Is she in a pink? leotard yes like a pink velvet leotard like her eyes are wide open and like her mouth is slightly ajar and like she is just out of it okay so there was a lot of like stress about what was going to happen with this auction day um he was telling chloe andre was telling chloe that that she was going to be sold to these oil millionaires in saudi arabia who will have sex with her and then pass her around all of their friends. And once they're bored okay. with her, they feed, they feed their sex slaves to tigers. What? 
this is what Chloe is thinking this is going to happen to her at the end of the week. Okay. But the auction day came and went. Oh. The day after the auction, Andre drove Chloe to the British consulate to set her free. Huh. But before, they went in and they had breakfast to devise a plan that would free both of them from the Black Death group. So, the two of them went into the consulate and she said that she is Chloe Ailing and that Andre was her only friend in Italy and that when she escaped... She called him on a stranger's phone and then he came to rescue her from the farmhouse where she was kept hostage. Oh, she's she's she so so her story is that she had to make this up and had to pretend that he was her friend because he wants out of the Uh-huh. He wants out of the Black Death group. Uh-huh. Basically he yeah. wants protection. Yeah. He doesn't want to have to go down and be part of it. Yeah. But I mean, it's so silly to lie. They're going to find out. Yes. The plan was quickly thwarted. Okay. The police asked her what his phone number was. Oh, God. And she didn't know. Oh, God. This is like when I used to try to get in with fake IDs and they'd say, what's the date of birth? And I'd get it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like that moment of panic where you're like, oh, shit, I should have memorized this. (laughs) Yeah. It all all unraveled. So Chloe spends 12 hours giving information about the past six days. Wow. They asked her where she had got the new clothes that she was wearing. Uh-huh. Because they had video footage of Andre and Chloe shopping and holding hands. <laughs> yeah. So what? LOL. She burst into tears. She couldn't believe that the police didn't believe her. She said that in order to get free, she was doing what Andre told her to do. She was brainwashed and terrified. So he had it in her head that there's people placed around the shopping centre watching her and making sure they don't run. <sighs> yeah. See, that does sound a bit far-fetched. Yeah. Maybe she did believe it. I don't know. And she's probably, like, she's petrified. She was drugged. Yeah, she she has been through a traumatic yes. event. Like, your yes. brain may not be functioning how it usually would. Yes. You're paranoid as hell. Yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, because we're here. We haven't been, like, drugged and put in a duffel bag. I would believe mm-hmm. anything they would say. Because you're not, like, a heightened sense of, like, alert. Yeah. All, all the time. Enough. So then Andre was arrested. Okay. So Chloe was very concerned that Andre was arrested. Because she knew that he wanted to get out of the Black Death group. Mm-hmm. And that her real captors, the Romanians who kidnapped her, were still out there. As well mm-hmm. as the people who wanted to buy her. Mm-hmm. However, at trial, it was revealed that Andre's real name was Lucas Herba, a 30-year-old Polish computer programmer. I find it hard to believe that a Polish computer grammar was able to pass as an Italian Andre. <laughs> Andre to me is tanned and dark haired, you know? Yeah. yeah. Polish computer grammar is very much not. <laughs> they don't look the same, Italians and Polish. Okay. <laughs> See, that's, that's not helping her yeah. case. In his own statement to the court, 
Lucas said that he and Chloe came up with the idea after watching the movie by any means. Oh. So this movie, I haven't watched it, but this movie, apparently they like fake a kidnapping as a way to improve a celebrity's career. So they came up with the idea after watching the movie by any means as a way to bolster her career and help her financially. So they would get like 300,000 euros and that she would defend him when it came to capturing the traffickers. Mm -hmm. But later he came clean. Apparently it was Lucas had fallen in love with Chloe when he seen her on these page three tabloid page three girls honey that's not love that's called an erection <laughs> come on please why did they listen to this drivel in court <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> sorry no oh and concocted the scheme himself after watching the movie as a way to bolster her career Oh, because I love her so much. Yeah. And I'm going to help her. That is so psychotic, yeah. but okay. Yeah. Don't know which to believe. He thought mm. that she would grow to appreciate what he did and fall in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's so sad. Oh, what a loser. It's fucking oh Beauty and the Beast. It's so Beauty and the Beast. Like, this guy needs to watch some adult movies. Not that kind of adult movie, but I'm sure he's had enough of those. But, like, you know. Yeah. It's so immature to think like that. Yeah, okay, so what about the Black Death Association? Was this a figure of his imagination then? Because he sounds like he's a very imaginative little nerd. Yes, it was all made up. Um, okay. The Black Surprise! Death- Surprise! <laughs> The black oh, why did he make himself like an Italian Andre? I can't get past that. It's, just like, it's like he thinks what? that only photo shoots and like photographers work in Paris or Milan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless him. Yeah. So he made, did he, he obviously admitted that he made up the he, Black Death He admitted group. that he made up the Black Death group and mm-hmm. when the um, British... And the Milan police were researching the dark web. They couldn't find any, like, any trace of the Black Death group. Shocker. They also were able to see, whenever he sent the link to her auction, there was one other girl for sale. They were able to, like, Google image reverse the image, and they they found Uh that it was a still from outborn. Oh, and he was a computer programmer, was He was a computer he? programmer, yeah. So he was able to set that up. Oh, what a nerd. Oh, it's so pathetic that he went to those lengths. Yep. Um, yep. You might not have the answer to this, mm-hmm. but there were two people. There was one person who suffocated her from behind and then another that injected her. So who was the accomplice? Did you just pay some weirdo? So Chloe was worried about where are these two Romanians? But I'm sure you yes. figured out now that it was probably it was him it was him there was no he wasn't the boss it was him and his brother (gasps) oh yep searches on his computer showed that before the kidnapping lucas had been trying to create cyanide at home (gasps) yeah (laughs) while repeatedly searching for chloe aileen black death and (laughs) and 
sex trafficking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did. He's a computer programmer and yeah. he like He still used Google. Just willy-nilly looked up those words. Yeah. Like, what an idiot. Yeah. You know, if you delete your history, I'm sure that like the authorities can still see the deleted bits. Yeah, right? it doesn't really delete, no. It doesn't delete. It's yeah. It just deletes like, but, like your boyfriend he should can't know get that. It. Yeah, he should know that. He should know that, you know. He confessed that he made up the Black Death group, that he bought the ski masks. <laughs> he he took photographs of her tied up and drugged were found on his phone. Messages showed that his brother had helped him with the kidnapping logistics. Oh, they messaged about it. Texting each other, yeah. Oh my god. Make sure that you buy a big enough suitcase. Oh my god. He also told his brother to make sure to clean the car, to clean the boot, and don't leave any trace. They're brothers. Can they not just meet up in person and talk about it? Why do you have to send a recorded message? Lucas also messaged his mother, telling her to dump his car... And to delete all of his emails. Asking your mother? Yeah. I don't know if she was in on it. There were over 50 witnesses for the prosecution against Lucas. They tested Chloe's hair and they were able to see when like the ketamine was injected. The judge said that the amount of ketamine in her system and a lack of oxygen while being locked in a bag and shut in a boot could have killed her. You know, like she's completely out of it. Like that ketamine stuff, tranquilizers slow down your heart rate. They slow down your breathing. And she's like locked in a bag in a boot. She could have suffocated and died. Oh, God. That's true. Mm -hmm. Lucas was given 16 years and nine months. Good. Could use a few more, but I'm happy enough. Well, that's, you know, some people get less for murder. Yeah, that, that's fair enough. I wouldn't mind a, a good, few more, but like, stint. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And um, that's basically it. What? So this is the deal. Okay, so your man went to prison, right? He's there at the minute. Yes. But why do people still question then if he was convicted? You know, mm-hmm. because that was my perception. I would be very angry if I was her that he yeah. went down... That's the end of the story, but there's still this perception floating around that she was involved and people yeah. didn't believe her yeah, that it is. happened because she was seen out and about with him. Essentially, yeah. From what I could read, she said that it was great to be like vindicated or freed or whatever because uh-huh. the analysis of her hair showed that she had a large amount of ketamine injected into her. Yeah, which... I mean, if you are planning this, you wouldn't inject yourself with ketamine unless you're really super committed but like it's a very dangerous thing to do if you were very super committed to the extent where you would inject yourself with ketamine would you then go shopping and hold hands if it is all fake no no exactly you're right you wouldn't you wouldn't do that because that wouldn't be part of the story yeah it's just really annoying that that perception is still out there like that was my perception and now look that's because I didn't know much about it same but that's the little bit tidbits that I do know that's the part that you find out yeah is that like oh she's dodgy or whatever well she says that in an interview I think with Piers Morgan where she's saying that she does like attention and she's always been like that she says that I am a Uh I am a glamour model and She's like, I think that I do react to pictures and cameras differently than other people. I like to be photographed. Uh-huh. So whenever people were interviewing her, she 
very nonchalant. Like she she didn't look like oh what you think a a victim should look like gotcha yeah it's a complicated enough scenario i didn't realize it was that complicated it was very interesting i have to say yeah about twists and turns that was really good thank you i really enjoyed that one i thought it was really good i really enjoyed that yeah you enjoyed doing it yeah i did yeah slana while you guys all right bye me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page. <laughs>